Hi, and welcome to the Skate Creative Podcast. My name is Joel Curtis, I'm a musician and skateboarder. My guest this week for another video review episode are Alan Glass and my brother Seth Curtis. Alan is Head of Marketing at Shire Distribution and Seth works at Supreme in London. We will be talking about Matlock Bennett-Jones Passport Presents section, Baker Video with Tyson and T-Funk, Deeds HVVS Part and Vintage Videos Aaron Harrison in Thrill of It All, Tim O'Connor and Rob Pasky in Element Third Eye View and Javante Turner in Love Child. Links to all these videos and more that we mentioned in passing will be in the podcast description show notes. Thanks to Alan and Seth for being on this episode and I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another interview episode. We start the conversation with Matlock's epic section for Passport Skateboards. Let's do Matlock first, this section. Sure. Well, you've got a... <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That's sick, Al. Yeah, I mean... I mean, sorry. I remind you this is Alan, audio Alan, only, but yeah, just, okay. <laughs> Alan is now displaying a glow-in-the-dark uh, weed leaf that's hanging behind him in his carriage of doom. Sorry about that, Joel. You were just about to start the professional part of the podcast and <laughs> not always, the shit we've been talking about. It's like, being, it's like being a teacher. There's always one student who's the trouble student the whole time. Do you know what I mean? It's always me. Um, <laughs> well, yes, Matlock. Yeah, going to say about the format, Joel, about how we're going to... Well, we've, we've all picked... To... Yeah, um, I probably would do that in the other bit as well. But we'll, yeah, we've all picked a new video and an old video each. And we'll talk about them... Uh, I hope we pick them because we like them, I suppose. But yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll talk about them. We'll talk about them inanely until people turn off. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, yeah <clears throat> the Matlock one is like, did you go to his uh, the premiere, Seth? I was working that day, so I had to uh, get back home. Just say it. You get weren't invited. Get... No. <laughs> 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 no, I would I would have gone for sure if Bev had been here. But there was another thing as well that night. Another, there was loads, there's, there's been loads of shit happening in London recently. Actually, lots of yeah. events and parties, that kind of crap. But uh, uh, yeah, no, I would have definitely gone to Matlock's thing, but I couldn't um, because yeah, she was away. So, um, but yeah, love Matlock, it, top uh, dude. Um, obviously fellow Sheffield brethren you know who's you know made the move to London and uh yeah I loved the I mean yeah I, yeah I love I loved the part it was really good there was um some great uh, uh yeah some with some wicked stuff in in London and also some stuff in Sheffield as well so yeah um, I just thought, yeah, I thought it was just really nice. That I mean, it's amazing he's gone pro. And I was trying to think about professional skateboarders from Sheffield. I do know that my my claim to fame is that I'm the first professional skateboarder who's actually from Sheffield. Yeah, I could imagine that. Um, who's actually obviously there's been loads of people who've like associated with it, like Baines and like Shipman and stuff, kind of been not far away. They're from Worksop. Yeah, they're from Worksop, obviously. Yeah. But I was trying to think who else has gone pro from Sheffield. I didn't know. Maybe no one. Mate, Moggins? Has Moggins got a board out? On death? He's the only other one I can think of. Is he from Sheffield? I think he's from Sheffield, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just trying to oh, think. No. Uh, just, you know, 
think of that was just yeah mm. it made me just like really you know obviously proud to be from Sheffield and you know stoked for him to go pro and stuff like that and I think that's really that part was like a real step up you know footage wise definitely I mean not like his other stuff but he's always had amazing output and stuff like that but that was a real good heavy hit apart I mean like there's so many good things in it. I mean, like that Ollie into the bank, that's the grey cover is amazing and loads of other stuff. But that, I mean, that line at Sheffield, he does that, does Ollie down the steps, then the steps, then lip slide, then a backside 360 down, the, 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 the fucking Roxy stairs. That rail ones, yeah. and those that's steps nice. are so yeah. fucking steep and like just yeah. horrible. Yeah. That's, and the thing is like, I, I on, that, that, on that angle, you, that you gonna... know, you can't, you can't really tell yeah. like how, like that rail is so steep. Like I skated loads yeah. of rails in Sheffield, and I never touched that one because it was fucking horrible. I was gonna, I, Absolutely that's, horrible. I know that's that's what I was gonna, sort of going to say is like the the Roxy. I, I was actually struggling to think about what to call the spot because it's obviously it's been so long since I've even been down there. But, <laughs> but I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if they call it the Roxy. Maybe they've got another, the kids have got a different name for that spot because they probably do. Because the, the Roxy like used to be at the top of like, that. Yeah. It's called like the alleyway spot or something. Yeah, like maybe I don't know. The alleyway rail. Yeah, it's probably going to get called the Matlock spot now. Let's be yeah, honest. pretty much. That's what I do, yeah. So yeah. he ollies, he ollies down, ollies again. Yeah, even Front that's board. pretty gnarly. Just those two ollies down yeah, those steps fucked. is tough. Because it's Front really lip. the way and the way. Is it front lip or is it? Does yeah, it front, front lip? lip. Yeah. Oh shit! I thought it was front board. That's no, that's front, no, it's front, front side. Yeah, because those still where those stairs go, it's like a really an angle, isn't it? It's so an like angle as well, but just just the steep like that that rail is pretty low and it's square, but it's mm. low because it's so fucking steep. It's like really steep, and the thing as well like the fact that you did that three sixty off the stairs like it's like it was fucking nothing. Like I think even the run out of that rail is downhill. Like. It's, it goes downhill towards those. That's like a four stair or whatever. But yeah, that was amazing. I think for that that line in particular, like obviously that it, it clearly is a standout because we're banging on about it. But uh, you can obviously you see Sean Curry in the background, like celebrating at the end. And I mean, Sean is one of those people that's generally stoked on on skateboarding anyway. He probably would have been stoked if Matt Lock had just like acid dropped each bit and not touched the rail. But you can see how stoked he is as to, you know, the magnitude yeah. of it. Do you know what I mean? Gnarly, it's not just gnarly. like the homies are all cheering just because it was okay. It was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it's but Did Boo Lala skate that rail, Joel? Uh, did Boo... I think he might have... There's some, maybe some footage of him. I think he maybe cavemans it in Hating Life, I think. There was a guy called Chung, this guy Richard Chung. I think he 50 did yeah, it, maybe. Yeah. But that was a while ago. Uh, I think he maybe... Yeah, I don't so think, how come... How, did fifty? How come, you didn't, how come you didn't fuck around with that rail? Because uh, because you skated the stairs at the top a bunch of you a, a little bit, yeah, I think so. But um, it was just too horrible. It was too, I don't like square. I didn't like square rails as well when I was skating rails. I really preferred round ones. Right, like square ones. I always think if, like if you get on them, it's fine. But if you don't, if they can if flick, you don't out, flick out. I didn't yeah, like it, out, and yeah. it really is fucking horrible as well. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. It reminds me a bit of like the UCI rails, you know, the Kerchart ones. Yeah, it's like that, but basically, if you just fucking like jack the stairs up by it, four <laughs> foot or whatever. But, oh, are they, yeah, are yeah, they yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. blue? Are they the blue ones that Kerchart did like uh, front side? Uh, we did kick flip fifty front side. So yeah, know? those ones. Brown, yeah, yeah. The the UCI ones are 
Brown. No, there's the same ones out. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a bunch of different ones in the same place, but yeah. 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 But yeah, just some amazing like tech ledge stuff as well. Some good like front blunt. I think that uh, and... I will risk sounding like my finger's not on the pulse, but I felt like Matlock's part was, for me, a long time coming because I haven't necessarily seen everything he's done over the last... I mean, God, who who sees everything, right? Someone does. Someone's glued to a computer or a phone 24 hours a day. But I watched my fair share of skateboarding and I felt like this was my first chance to see him like in a Shred. really complete setting do you know what i mean like this is yeah, yeah, his, yeah. his mission statement in one big video that i'm sure he's done play i mean i have seen obviously loads of cool shit from him before but this was like okay here we go and it made absolute sense that they turned him pro uh and makes absolute sense that we're talking about it now so you know he's someone that's been been around in the uk for a fair while now and we all knew how good he was, but this was like a real good consolidation of that, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I think as well, it's like he... he it, um, I think as well as like how... I guess cause sort of like when you see him skate in real life, how consistent he is, you know what I mean? It's like if you watch... Do you know what I mean? Like he posted some shit at Mile End the other day, like he skates Mile End a bunch and he like posted like a line and he's just going round and round and round and round and round and round and round. And round. It's just like... Do you know what I mean? He's, I don't know, he's that size too, do you know what I mean? He's like a little guy, but he's just got, he's so, it's like he can't, he can't fall, he can't, do you know what I mean? It's like he just does it all. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's sick. Amazing. Yeah, it's really yeah cool. I thought that really part cool. was fucking amazing. And like, like you say, Al, kind of yeah. a long time coming, but it's, you know, I think I always think it's really rad when someone has a really good part when they're going to go pro kind of thing, and it's like, because it, it sometimes doesn't happen. It kind of sometimes, well, there's just like a pro party and someone's pro. And it's like, I'm not, you know, questioning that, but it is rad when it all ties together and it's like, oh, that guy's pro. And it's like, oh, you know, why are they pro? Well, here's why they're pro, because they've fucking put out this gnarly part. And it's like... Yeah, people are organised now. Like, yeah, a, a, yeah. a brand is organised. They know what they're doing, you know. Um, sure. And, yeah, obviously it was a passport part, you know. they. It's not like it was a surprise to them how good he was. Oh, no, totally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that was my first. Especially with his. T Sorry, go on. With his team, with his teammate being, um, what's the Jack, Jack O'Grady. Yeah. I mean that that's got to be quite a fucking pressure having that guy. Well, that's that that's you know fellow, that that sets pro. the bar pretty high, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Is that, I don't yeah. is that guy oh, yeah. Jack O'Grady pro or not? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's pro. Yeah, yeah. 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 And obviously, deservedly so. But yeah. But he was, Fuck, yeah. I think Matlock's part was obviously different style of skating and stuff like that and different stuff, but... Yeah, yeah, Definitely up there with that, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, well done, Matlock. It, I thought I thought that it was really a really cool part. And well, as I said before, excuse me, it was like the, the, the mix of, like, the London stuff. And it was funny, he skated a spot that I've seen loads... That I pass on the way to town uh, to go down to where Riley's school is, <laughs> and it like it like just flat flat, and I could tell people have skated it because it's got like uh, grime marks and stuff on it. Um, it's like a skinny wall with like a green um, sort of um, uh, electrical sort of box, 
and he 50-50s it and drops down. And I was like, and I've always gone past it and thought, oh, that be a good spot, not for me to skate, but for someone to skate. And it was like, it's just, it's nice to see, like, oh shit, it's that thing. You know, um, he does a cool, I think he does, he does a sick, like nose blunt slides on a ledge and rides down something as well. Um, but I recognise, yeah, it, and uh, as I say, also the yeah, the, and the mix of the Sheffield spots too is really cool. You reckon? Yeah, uh, I mean, this is probably. I, I think I'm probably right, but first British pro for an Australian brand. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe. I mean, I think that collectively English skaters have always been. Um, you know, I think collectively stoked for the f- the few British skaters, and it is it is still quite a few, uh, as in a small number uh, that have turned pro for American brands, uh, and that happens every once in a while. And we kind of were always, I, I feel like Britain British skaters have always chalked that down to being like, okay, no way, like we have got one of our boys, you know, say say Rattray turning pro for Zero, or yeah. or, or Harry Lintel turning pro for Real, or you know, go back through the, the, the history and you can't count that many that have done it. Do you know what I mean? There's still a relatively small number. It's true. That's always well, been going, like a... Going back, that's to been Morgan, like a, going back to Morgan, maybe Morgan was the first Australian pro on a UK brand. Well, yeah, there you go. I mean, the the, the cross-pollination of, like, a, you know, a skater riding for a company, for a ball brand from a different country has has definitely, you know, got... Uh, more, it, it, it's a more common thing to happen these days that you know you're you're not necessarily going to go pro for a company that's based in your country you're going to go pro for the one that suits you best yeah and, and the one that suits it and so for him yeah. obviously passport and him fit together perfectly but yeah he probably is first british pro on an australian company so over in australia on uh on I don't know uh, Chips O'Tools podcast or something they're probably talking about this now like so I've never heard of this fucking guy but uh, yeah he's uh, turns out he fucking rips and uh, you can buy his board at uh, you know uh, the, the skate shack in Warramunga Creek or something is that Chips uh, I mean, O'Tools good but it's, <laughs> but it's always like I always thought like all the people who turn pro for like a US company who are British anyway and, and, and that's not Obviously, exclusively to people from Britain or from Europe in general, or anywhere else outside. But I always thought they just, you know, they had to work twice as hard basically to get that kind of thing. They had to be like, you know, top of the game wherever they were. Then, you know, take it up internationally. It was usually through a shoe sponsor or something like that. Or I think about if I think about Shipman, it was like Jason Lee seeing him at, at Munster or whatever, and like being like, oh, that guy's got to be on the team kind of thing. Well, okay, okay. Here's the uh, here's a question then. How, I don't know if, uh, how much time Matlock has spent in Australia because, I mean, it might be tons for all I know. But traditionally, like if you were going to be a British pro, turn him, you know, pro for uh, uh, an yeah, American brand, you go in you, exactly. You go to them. They yeah. want you there. You go and play the game in that territory. Whereas, you know, I let's say for the sake of argument, Matlock hasn't spent weeks and months and months on end in Australia hasn't been there putting in the time for the Australian audience maybe that's not so important anymore maybe it's not you know, yeah I can imagine it I can imagine it is still pretty important for American brands um, thinking back to you these know, are recent... all very very valid points Alan well 
I mean, they're a bit nerdy, I'm, but then that's no, what I'm, we're I'm, here for. I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I'm liking it, I'm liking it. This, this could be, you know, we could imagine if we were taking a caller on line three now. And, oh, and it's Matlock, hey. And he's like, actually, I spent uh, two years solid in Australia. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. you know, getting in their faces and, and, you know, made myself a part of the Australian scene, which is what American brands want foreign skaters to do. It, it's, it's always seemed like, unless you come to SF and fucking bring it, you ain't turning pro for our company. Yeah. Whereas, but I think you know, that's... this could be... An, this yeah. could be we're in a different world possibly now where a company Definitely, from yeah. from a different country says okay it's fine we can see you're killing it over there in your country and you can still turn pro for us because we're an international brand which you know i think most of the american brands would like to say these days uh and, and many of them are and i from from my experience through work most american brands that we work with are taking uh international skaters a lot more seriously but yeah, it, it's it's I don't know. It's it's interesting to me that you know it's an Australian brand, which is again uh, something that's mostly uh, alien to the skaters of the rest of the world. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't go into your skate shop and see many Australian brands in the UK it's true. or in America. It's very true. Yeah, but I think that's the thing. I yeah. think that's obviously to do with obviously the time now, how um, social media based all these things are for a start you know just like how international that is and there's no borders anymore but also no, the world is smaller exactly but also kind of like the how the industry is so um well i suppose the industry in america is 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 just so much older and the 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 the, the kind of the standards and the the procedures for all their stuff that what how things work and all that kind of stuff it's kind of getting outdated in a way, and it's like they're having to move, because that was always the thing. It's like everybody came to them the whole time, basically, wasn't it? You know that the world comes to America, and they come to Europe for a, some tours in the summertime, then fuck off again. That was always the way it was. But then it, it, you feel it's kind of moved on now in a way of of just being like, well, that's not that you know you don't like you say you don't have to be in San Diego for eight months of the year now. You know what I mean? It's like. Right. No, true. I, I mean, I, I think the obvious example for me is to go back in time to when Rattray went from being pro on Blueprint to being pro on Zero. And it, as as tradition kind of dictates, if you're already pro for one company, then you don't go and become an AM on another company. I mean, for a start, you're not going to agree to that yourself. But it would be, you know, it would be bad form for a company to expect you to do that. So I always wondered, you know, what the... The skaters of America, the kind of little Johnny from Indiana who's, you know, been watching Zero videos and is, you know, aware of these, the, these US Zero team. And then suddenly there's a new pro. He didn't see him come through the ranks as an am. He suddenly, okay, here's John Rattray, he's pro. And that must have made a bunch of American kids go, who the fuck is that? Because they probably weren't watching Waiting for the World. They weren't watching no, totally, you know, yeah. Blueprint I think, videos. I think John had his, he had his, um, he had form one. Profiles, yeah. Uh, profiles. I think at that, at that point, like pre-internet, like times, like most, I mean, everyone was watching form one, wasn't they? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, so he did, and it, also yeah, yeah, he did the classic thing of going to a going to a classic spot and one you know like doing a gnarly trick on the on the clipper ledge and stuff like that and so that was like it, yeah no I totally understand what you say I totally I totally know what you mean Al yeah yeah I, I mean you know I'm, I'm absolutely I'm John without being too much of a kiss ass John at the time I first saw him skate in person he was the most naturally gifted skater I'd ever seen at that time. And I'd, yeah. and I'm probably still in my top. I think we talked about that last time, didn't we? 
Yeah. But, on that um, trip. but he, uh, yeah, for, I always wondered, like, you know, being, if you went from pro on girl to pro on zero, every kid in America would already know who you are. Like, oh, right, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? So coming from coming from Blueprint, coming from the UK, and yeah, it's it kind of that's what I was thinking about about Matlock. There must be some uh, some you know Jared, whatever his name is in uh, in Australia, who's like, yeah, I don't know who this guy is, but okay, he's part of the he's part of our like best companies pro team now. Yeah, but I think that but I think there's also just that kind of like not more forgiving, but I think anything outside of the US is. I think, you know, like Europe and, and Australia and places like that, which are the kind of outliers in, in the world of skateboarding in, in the last, you know, in, in history, are always so much more kind of open-minded to that stuff, where you always felt like the kind of American industry especially was always quite a sealed unit. And, you know, we always thought, oh, you know, why doesn't... I remember talking to you, Seth, years ago about you were, you were talking to Bobby Puglio and you were just like... He was coming off some company or something like that. And you were just like, oh, why don't you go and try and get on fucking girl or whatever or, you know, this or that. And, and he was just like, yeah, oh. I just thought I just thought he should get on chocolate. Like, I was like, you yeah, should try and get on yeah, chocolate. He would be amazing. But it's, but he but he kind of reacted like that, like, oh, no, that's not happening. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. all these, we, you know, I think a lot of people do see America as like, oh, it's all, you know, because I do think, like, Britain and Europe is 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 always been so much more supportive and inclusive as as countries and things scenes as a whole really but i think america is so much more we forget that america is so much more spread out with its you know east coast west coast loads of different stuff and it's not necessarily all about competition but there is an element of that which is a bit more kind of camps of things and you know you you only get on certain things if you know certain people or thinking about what you know what you were saying al about about Rattray and about Zero and leaving Blueprint to go and ride for Zero, if you think about, and, you, and what you were saying about kids not knowing who John was, think about uh, with Casper riding for Baker yeah. now. And yeah, that's the exact same situation. It's the same situation, but all them kids in the States are going to know who Casper is. Yeah. Because Do you know what I mean? Drift, because right? of because of the of of the internet, <laughs> the yeah. internets. Well, thankfully, um, you know, uh, um, let's you know it's, to state the obvious. I mean, it seems like uh, you know Thrasher made a big deal out of Atlantic Drift, and rightly so, because it was you know it's always been amazing. And Tony Vitello appears to be a bit of an anglophile when it comes to that stuff. So Tony's Tony. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I spoke to Tony about this. Yeah, he's super down. He loves Jake, do you know what I mean, and and uh, and Tom, and and Casper, and I think uh, Tony's done loads to help them, and rightly so. So, and I think the the and and vice versa, do you know what I mean? Jake Jake really gets on with Tony, and it's just been a bit of a mutual, you know, mutual respect thing there. So I think yeah, it's, it's really great, cool. well, it, and it's the equivalent of it, it's the it just quadrupled the viewing figures, but it's the equivalent of like you said, John had. Profiles in four one one, and people were might have been aware of that John Rattray existed, even if they hadn't seen Waiting for the World or whatever. But now, yeah, Casper in the same position. Everyone's seen Atlantic Drift. I mean, it's the same as everyone used to see four one one. Of course, we all, you know, every last kid in America probably had a copy of whatever issue that was. But now it's like you know, when you used to sell fifty thousand tapes of four one one every month, they now sell. You now get. Three hundred fifty thousand views on Casper's Atlantic Drift part. 
Um, so yeah, it's just the same thing, but with, with bigger numbers. But yeah, it's fucking great for all these guys. I'm like, you know, I've seen. Uh, big up, big up. Uh, yeah, Matlock and yeah, big up Casper too for getting that. Still, I still need to get that board, that Baker board. I wouldn't mind Matlock's board as well. I wouldn't mind Matlock's board actually as well. Yeah, me too. Me so lads, if you're listening. Yeah. Oh, we talked about um, Casper's podcast. <laughs> What's that? Bring him into the shop. <laughs> are you, you going to read out your address now so they know where to send it? We were talking about it at work just like the even before Casper sent us the... Uh, I think he, he sent me the graphic on text about you know what it's going to look like and I was like, I could always just, ima- just already see his name in that font. Um, and then he sent me. I think he sent me on text or like what you know what I was going to look like. And I was like, "Yep, that's that's so sick." That's nice. <laughs> hey, whilst whilst yeah. we're talking about Baker, I bet uh, Reynolds is super stoked for the colourway he's going to get on New Balance, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 I, my my brain made a meme earlier when I was seeing you know I, well not necessarily earlier today but like you know over the last week or so it's like okay thanks fans uh, you know people are ah oh, I think he's getting on New Balance. And, uh, and obviously people have been, you know, writing comments, the slap forum, etc. And think people are like, well, no wonder he fucking left Vans. Like, the man's a god, and all they did was give him a half-cab colourway. Yeah. And so <laughs> if I was Reynolds, I'd be posting, just to just be a prick, I'd be posting like, yeah, I'm on New Balance now. I can't wait for my uh, colourway of the Tiago shoe or whatever. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there better be a fucking shoe there. Come there on. better be, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, Jesus I mean, Christ. Yeah, surely he wouldn't have signed the contract if there wasn't. Well, what the fuck know. were Vans thinking there with that? I mean, you know, Vans has, has done some great shit, but what, what's going on? I mean, the roster is huge, but, you know. I think it's the same. It's, I think, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I think with it, with so many of those brands, it's all just belt tightening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, completely. Yeah, fair this enough. This guy, yeah. you know. I'm not, I don't know. I don't, not that it's cool. I don't really see why you'd want to sort of sign someone like that. And uh, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I think Tony Hawk got the got the the heave ho as well. I think from Vans. Um, yeah, I mean from yeah. Vans. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I, I think I think so. So I mean it's just like I mean yeah. I, I can see, I can see him being expensive to be quite honest. But you know. Uh, in a general way, but yeah, it's a it's a weird one, isn't it? I don't know. You never know what the machinations are going on with all those things because they're all huge. But yeah, something we should uh, talk about Baker. Let's let's move you move on to your first choice, settle the new ones, which was your the the T funk part. Are you do you're not going to do your old one? Well, do the uh, old ones last? Yeah, we'll do the do the new ones first, and the old one second. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Uh, yeah, I chose uh, T. T Funk, as but as Sam Ashley likes to tra- call him Tristan Funkhauser. I had to explain uh, it to so, my wife the other day when I was watching the more recent part because I think you, you're talking about the one that was in the sort of split video earlier in the year, right? Yeah, the, 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 that's what you yeah, put the, in our group chat earlier. Yeah, I was watching the the uh, the deep fried. Uh, part the other day and I think one of my daughters asked me what I was watching or whatever and then my wife caught she was like T-Funk who the fuck's he and I was like well his name is Tristan Funkhauser and she pissed herself and it was like yeah I mean this is why people have nicknames obviously but <laughs> no I know I, I do love that um, 
Tristan just sounds Sorry, like just... a public school boy in this country. It might sound fucking cool. It might sound like the most gangster name ever in America, for all I know. But over here, it just sounds like Tristan. Oh, yes, lovely. He's picking me up in the Range Rover later. <laughs> there's someone I know here. Clearly. There's someone I know here called Tarquin. And uh, he, oh, said, he said that he was with his wife uh, in Bradford, of all places, and she was in a supermarket. She went, Tarquin, can you get some of this? And all the people just looked round a bit like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. And he was just like, God, don't fucking say that. And she's like American, so she didn't really know. But yeah, she's like, you can't he's, say he's that probably, in Bradford. It's just not all he's right. Probably called, he's probably called T-Funk to everyone yeah. as well. <laughs> Tark Funk. Tark, Tark Well, anyway, whichever funk. part it was, right, he's, you know... Had a hell of a year. Yeah, well, oh. I mean, what was good about this part, Seth, that you thought it was, it was worth picking? Because, yeah, that I thought you might have picked the, the one he just had out recently. No, I like that one. I think I said this before, maybe I said it in the last episode, but I, I've, I never, uh, like, re-watch uh, skate content now. I sort of try and keep up to a degree... Of like the kind of constant. It's kind of physically uh, impossible to keep up, though, isn't output, it? It's mental. Yeah. Output of things that people are doing, and yeah, I'll watch. Uh, I don't know people's parts who are, who I who I know, um, some of the younger dudes, you know, in London or whatever. To try and keep up with what they're doing, you know, what my sort of people who I know are doing, and all that kind of shit. Or and. Um, when it comes to stuff from the States, yeah, I watch what comes out to, I don't know, I try and keep up with it to a degree, but I, I mean, never rewatch, you know, never rewatch stuff. But I fucking rewatch that, that, uh, that T Funk part. I, it, it's sick. It's like he, you know, he's really, he's just fucking really having it in that part. And you can just tell he just loves it. And lo just loves eating shit, loves, fucking flying down stuff and um it's just a really good mix of uh a kind of you know just like hill bomb shit he's obviously moved to sf and like really got into that gx kind of squad and that 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 groove uh with all them guys and there's like gnarly rail stuff and um that kind of goes back to what we were talking about last time it's quite refreshing to see people just fucking doing some good old-fashioned fucking rail chomping and um yeah it's good like he does i don't know he does he does a fucking uh he does that tray flip down that four block thing he's wearing a black sabbath shirt and it's just it's just sick it's just a massive fucking tray flip down a big set of four like a big floor block but i don't know he's just rip he's, he's just ripping and uh, you know he obviously just really wants to fucking hurt himself it comes <laughs> off it's and, and the and the Jim Ford song really helps too um, yeah. I had that song on repeat on my uh, on my phone for quite a while it's a really really good sick song and fits the part and yeah is that, really I, 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 I think I watched this at, at the time I, I, it's one of the ones I didn't get around to re-watching actually for this but it was it, is the, the China Bank Holly in that at the end of that, or is yeah, it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's his end. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like fucking. You know, that is an epic trick, and it's like that's a, obviously cover the thrasher and 
yeah, obviously, just the the style that he did that with. I mean, obviously, there's you know, with some stuff, there's like physically doing it, but also doing it with like such finesse as well. It's just it's insane, really. And it's like I don't know if I don't know if finesse is the word. I mean, yeah, in terms of like yes, that trick particularly did make clean, etc. Yeah, but for, I wouldn't say finesse because this guy's a fucking animal. <laughs> like, but I think, but I think that's what, fucking, what comes through like, in that thing for me was just dog. like. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but there is like, there are, but like, I don't think you could do that trick. Physically, I don't think you could do that without hitting it perfect and hitting that line perfect. Oh, yeah. And hitting that ollie perfect. Do you know what I mean? And being like, do you know what I mean? It's like you could. That spot. You could do that that a million times. Honestly, you've no no idea. It's like, um, when you ride up it just to go on it, it's like 50-50 whether you'll just de-lamb your nose on one of the bricks just riding up it. Like, I remember riding up it and just got, like, going, and, like, taking my board, oh, fuck, I'm just, like, de-lambed underneath my board by just going up it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can carve... I, can, I mean, I carved one of the smaller benches backside. I think you can kind of sort of do that relatively easily, but, I mean, it's still quite scary because, you know, where you come in, you think you're going to hit your shins... Do you know what I mean? Going over it backside. I mean, I can, and there's a fucking two-story no two drop or whatever it's on the other side with the full wind underneath or whatever. But yeah, I mean, uh, carving it. I mean, you know, little ones. Where, I mean, that's not a bother, but it's um, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. Skateboarding is all the same, isn't it? It's the, if it, it takes you to go to those to those places and see it, and you like holy. Shit, but it's like what we're saying about the matlock spot as well. It's like if you like we, me, and you know that spot. We yeah, know we know yeah, what it's like to you know fucking exactly, we've been there yeah. and like obviously China Banks is is one of the classic ones because that's a classic spot but also it is fucking. Well, I think nice. also it was it was one a case of one of those things where you know how many fucking photos have you seen especially covers where when you see the video you're like uh, oh, okay yeah I preferred the photo do you know what I mean whereas this was like holy shit do you know what I mean like the photo and the video were equally as good as each other and it was. It was clearly ridiculous. Cool. So we should come to your new one, Alan, which was the that that w- explain why you picked that part and who it was. And uh, I picked uh, Diedrich Galasso, aka Deeds, uh, the Norwegian wonder, um, and his I, his part was called like HVPC or something. I don't know what it's supposed to stand for. Probably something really clever, but to me, it just looked like an anna like. Like the sort of thing you read in a camera manual, you know. Don't worry, this camera does HVCD. Also, what's what's that? Isn't it? Isn't that really like like what genital wart thing is about? What's that called? HB. <laughs> Possibly. So I mean, the actual. You, it's called like the, the, the actual video. virus is called that or something, isn't it? It sounds oh. very similar, but yeah. Oh great! Well, I put it this way: he hasn't thought this through. Then, if that's the case, because if you're going to put out a video part like, "Hey, I'm a cool pro skater, and my video part is named after a venereal disease," you're not going to get laid. So I let's assume it means something else. Anyway, that guy just fucking rips, and any anything he does, I tend to watch because it's fucking fun for the most part. Like clearly, he is also a bit of an animal and can take down whopping great big spots and rails whenever he likes. But he's also gonna do some f- fucked up switch crook on a curb that you know it, it, you haven't seen before. Do you know what I mean? He's got. He's got creativity 
and moves that I just want to see. So there was a part earlier in the year, I think, that was all in Hawaii, which wasn't quite as good. I guess Hawaii has limited spots or whatever, but, you know, I watched that one too. But this most recent one was like, okay, here we go. This is Classic Deeds, and, yeah, I'm always going to watch him. Really. What book have you seen right for? Uh, well, he was in Joy. Um, I was going to say, I thought he was on Joy, but, yeah. 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 I assume he's is doing he? I mean... Has he quit, or...? I'm not sure. I, I, you, you've confused me now because I'm thinking of of Ennis Fazlioff, who did quit Enjoy and is now on the heated wheel. Um, but different kind of skater, but you know, big finish and Deeds being Norwegian, it's probably easier to get the two. I mean, they don't look the same. Deeds looks like uh, Deeds looks like Luigi from Mario Brothers, um, which is a fucking strong look. Uh, <laughs> so, have you seen him skate in real life? Have you done any tour stuff with him or no, anything? Or? No, 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 I'm, no, I'm a I'm a happy internet fan like most people. Right. Um, and yeah, I have no idea what he's like or who he is, and you know, but he he skates he skates spots in a way that I wish I could, and I and I'm more inclined to be stoked on than you know. There was a bit in, the, in that part actually where there's a there's a handrail that's it's more of a flat bar except it's on a really steep road and it's on the pavement and it's got a ride on bit. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so he rides on yeah. and he he sees it all the way to the end and then it's got a ride off bit as well. I and guess it's like, so. why it's would, a fucking skate park. It, it was fucking fantastic <laughs> and it and it made me think of fucking Nigel Houston in his, in his recent stab at being Soty again which he ain't ever going to get is he um, and he had a up and a long and down rail in his and it was like technically more spectacular more stairs etc but fuck me the Deeds one was so much more satisfying and so much more like yeah I wish I'd done that I don't wish I'd done Nigel's one it was fucking terrifying <laughs> but, uh, well that was pretty fucking terrifying though. it was like a down a hill and like yeah, yeah. I it mean, the, the, the slap is the slap is, isn't though? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I reckon, like, because I saw that and I was like, shit. I mean, going up it is one thing, but like, I reckon coming down off it at the other end is pretty fucking oh, yeah. gnarly as well, because you'd be like, like piled into the floor, and it's like you, you see like with the ball, and he's all like, his like back scraped and shit like that when he comes off at the bottom. But yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine that he might have tested the water on that rail by coming off early first of all, like coming off the flat bit and hitting the pavement and riding away. But eventually, you know, the rail being shaped like it was, the whole fucking point was that you ride it from beginning to the end, up the up bit and down the down bit. And that's what that's what's so sick about skateboarding these days is that people... I, I can see that that almost would have seemed like a cop-out 20 years ago, you know what I mean? If you saw someone riding on to a rail, like, oh, it's got a ride-on bit, well, he's fucking cheating, he should have ollied up there. And thankfully, yeah. we're past that mentality now. Yeah, and, um, yeah. and you know people find these spots now specifically for that reason it's like no get on early like get on before the kink you remember like if someone got onto a rail and rode a flat bit or a hubber or something and rode the flat bit before going on the down bit you'd be like you fucking pussy just get on the down bit you know what I mean like what are you doing you're getting on the flat <laughs> bit to steady yourself first but now people have fucking wised up or lightened up at least and it's like just skate it any fucking way you want if you want to get on at the very beginning so you don't even have to ollie or you ride away down the down bit so you don't have to plop off onto you know acid drop off the end then fucking go for it so yeah, that's just one like, trick out of the park but. yeah totally but, but thinking about that like uh, I think a lot of people are thinking broad, like in a more broad way about all kinds of spots so just like oh yeah you could do that because there's, like, there's so many like ride on he does a few ride on grinds and then like 
but but the thing is, it's like we people have probably looked at those things. Like there's there's one thing he does. It's kind of wall. And he does a ride on grind, and then kind of down a bit, and then he lands on another wall and kind of rides off. And yeah. it's like I was well into that. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. And just like, yeah. but but the, but. I do think people were kind of like used to be, especially like kind of nineties. It was like, oh, it's got to be a perfect rail with a, th you know, run out, ride out, that kind of thing. And people didn't really think creatively in that in that kind of way. Do you know what I mean? It's like it takes. Oh, a lot I, of, I uh, swallowed. I swallowed some old man pride years ago, where I you can you could do street grabs back in the day, right? Of course you couldn't. Like your your favorite pro skater would be like, nah, fuck that. And now. And you know, for many years now, people have been doing street grabs. And if someone, I'm, I don't want to be, and I will be one day. But currently, I hope I'm not that old guy that thinks, oh no, it's not like it used to be. And you know, um, I, I, that's not skateboarding. What I say is skateboarding. Is skateboarding. Like, of course, that yeah. comes with get, getting a bit older. But fucking hell, if kids want to start wearing little shorts, doing you know, riding freestyle boards again, like. Fine, I'll shut the fuck up. Like it's not for me to say. So if people are doing street grabs or they're slapping onto things that otherwise twenty years ago you would have been ostracised for, then fucking a. Like I'm well, this, I'm this, down for more for the open minded of yeah. of skateboarding now. This connects with the with the old the old clip I've picked. So we'll just we'll we'll put a little marker in it. We'll, we'll talk about this again. But all right, good. Um. Uh, yeah, but I thought that part was sick, and I thought it was really good to just see someone like, you know, having a, a wide range of footage in there, and a, a, you know, a, a bunch of different stuff. And I thought it was amazing. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I, you come away from a part like that with some fucking hammers that you know that you would assign to some other more like stuntman skater, and you come away with some fucking slappy front crooks or something on a on a little yeah, curvy I'd, thing, and, and you're like, not... shit, I could do that. Well, I've not, I've not seen it. I'd seen the part um, come up, whatever, but I'd not watched it. So I watched it when you sent it out. Um, and, there, yeah, there was some sick stuff. I loved the, you know, the kicker lip slide round the corner, down the thing. Like, obviously, the, the dude where, you know, where he lives, there's some fucking wild spots, and he's, like, he's really, you know, taking advantage of it. Um, and there was some sick stuff. Um, the one thing that was just so bad was the fucking music. <laughs> yeah, right. The music was so fucking bad on that part. Well, you know what? That, that, that's going to take me <laughs> so back to... Because to, it was like sort of really quite weak drum and bass, right? Oh, it just put like, like a bird singing and, oh, God, it's fucking awful. Because, I, I mean, my knee-jerk reaction... compromise on this shit nowadays, you know I mean? Music rights and... Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't want to talk shit. It's probably like his, I don't know, his girlfriend's band or something, and God knows what. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you obviously yeah, can't yeah. please everybody. But I, and I've got, a, I'm, I'm pretty stoked on my like relatively eclectic taste in music. I'm sure there's somebody cleverer than me out there that likes absolutely everything. But like Matlock's part, to go back to that earlier, that had some real like '90s kind of rave vibe tune at some point during it. One of and the songs, like, the first song that it, the, the lads in the shop put it on all the time. Man. I'm not sure. Of the, I'm not sure of the bands, but, uh, but yeah, there was something. I, I there was something in there. You, you know, when you hear something in the video part and you like, someone's not going to like this. Do you know what I mean? It might not necessarily be me. I'm not. I'm, I think I'm pretty game for most things, but uh, 
yeah, you hear some video, you're like, ooh, brave choice. You know what I mean? And I think there's two parts tonight that have got that have got something that uh, not everybody would have chosen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a funny one. Right? Well, yeah, it's it's it. it um, uh, going back to the the the, the podcast I did with with Ben and Rye, it was interesting talking about. Uh, we talked about Casper's part in that, and that that has like that uh, the Last Atlantic Drift part had that Lou Reed track on it, and it was uh, when I heard that I was just like, oh, I mean, I really like that song anyway, but it was quite interesting to hear like a video part with like a kind of almost a a kind of classic song on it in a way do you know what i mean like that was quite a it feels like quite a quite a novelty in a way because it's just like you know there is obviously like seth was saying there is issues with you know getting rights if you want fucking stay away to heaven or whatever it's you know it's gonna get taken down immediately or whatever so you are gonna you're gonna cast your net further afield but also i just you know it is that thing of you know connections with stuff and it's like obviously things like music exponentially moves faster than you know skateboarding and, and, and you know we're we're not we're in our 40s and we we you know we like what we like and it's like you know i i'd really try to listen to new music all the time but even that is like coming through certain filters of like other labels or instagram accounts or this or that or shops that i like buying records from and it's like uh, all those things. I think when we were, you know, when we were growing up in the, you know, nineties or whatever, it's like the channels for looking at, especially things like music, even and skateboarding as well. Actually, were all very, very small. Like there are the magazines, or they were this or that. And now, because it's opened up so much, it's just it's so huge. It's like you can't, you know. Well, thankfully, it's like we were saying about the tricks earlier. Like the the rules of, you know, at one point you you can't do a street grab and you shouldn't fucking slappy onto that rail. You should skip that bit that goes up onto it and fucking ollie onto it like a man. Those attitudes, thankfully, where you know, God, you know, without without dropping someone in it too much. I remember uh, whatever the the fucking landscape video, Joel, that we did, uh, where we had to basically beg Foz or or beg slash bully. Into being able to use a hip hop track, yeah, because he for Soy's part, not, right? Yeah, the he could, one, yeah, yeah, Soy's part. Soy had a Ghostface song, and at that point, nothing that Foz had been involved in, company-wise, had had anything like that, and he wasn't into it. It was pers- a personal taste choice from him, but it was like, no, no, you have to look at the big picture and the, the fans of the skate and the fans of the company, the people that you're actually going to be buying this shit, they do like that stuff. And so we're kind of now in the stage where, thankfully, I think thanks to lots of companies, uh, lots of videos out there, especially Palace, for example, who have put dance music into skate videos where, you know, at once it was so illegal. Do you remember how much everyone hated on the fucking rhythm video? Which, you know, had (laughs) pretty crappy crappy dance music back in the day. You know, that was a Ty Evans video, right? And he he put, he had a brave uh, taste in music for an American. He was hardly John Peel, do you know what I mean? But he was putting in, like, actual dance music, actual repetitive fucking dance music. I, I, I always thought he, to, he, he went to Burning us, Man uh, once and that was it, you know what I mean? But. Well, this is it. Even us as Englishmen, who'd probably been to a fair few fucking raves in a field in our time, because it was just, you know, part of growing up in this country, we were probably like, yeah, I don't know if this has any place in skateboarding, mate, you know what I mean? Like, just lose the fucking trance techno. And now anything fucking goes. And so you can have, you know, all the video parts we talked about tonight. Yeah, it might not be to your taste, but you can understand how this is okay now. 
Do you know what I mean? Certain tricks are okay. People dress how they want. People can have whatever music. You can hate on it on a personal level, but for the, you know, for the most part, it's like, well, thank fuck, you can have country and western in the video now. You can have, you can have drum and bass. Who cares? Well, I, I mean, I, I guess that goes both ways, doesn't it? Because, you know, I mean, from my statement before about how I thought that on that part, the music on that deeds part was terrible. Yeah. For me personally, but God knows, maybe he thought that that's that's the music he's into, or maybe it's the only song that the guy who made the video could get by on Thrasher. Do you know what I mean? Like Thrash out a deal with the band, or God, I mean, you never know. It's like whether he that that was his choice, or this is what, or you know, the dude who made the video is like, like, get the rights to these five songs. Do you know what I mean? And this is what we've got. Yeah, so it's like you, you know, it's it, it's, it's so, yeah, it's way more, way more complex. The thing is, if you but, go down the mainstream routes, if you're going for, if it, well, put it this way, if you go for Thrasher, the the point with them is that they have their own proprietary video player. Right, they have their. You know, when you go and see a Thrasher video on the Thrasher site, it's not a YouTube player; it's their own player, right? So, they're obviously, you know, it's like if you upload it to YouTube and the artist or publisher or whatever of the song doesn't like it, YouTube will tell you and act on your behalf to either give you a warning or ban you or whatever. But I think Thrasher are kind of on their own, right? Like they've got their own, their own hosting system for videos, and they have to play by the rules because of that. Um, so if you're if you're a little company and you're making a, a video that's just going to go on YouTube and then get shared amongst all the all the, uh, the the media platforms out there, all the magazines, websites, then yeah, sure. As long as you can get Biggie past the fucking YouTube algorithm, then you're good. Uh, yeah. But I yeah, think, if I you're... think even uh, I think even Bill's new video um, went down on YouTube. Oh, it did um, for like the first sort of night or whatever. It didn't work did for it? a little while, yeah, for for something. And obviously, um, yeah, Supreme will have paid for all the they cleared all, the all that stuff definitely. But yeah, it's, yeah. But it's yeah. but it's funny how those things work. You know, they're just it's all like you say, algorithms are flagging stuff. So it's like I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I, think that's, I kind yeah, of I do wonder yeah, sometimes exactly, like yeah. how the fuck YouTube does it. I mean, like, well, there's a there's a simple from a video maker's point of view as a, somebody who still sporadically makes the odd edit once in a while we we basically you do the acid test first you're like if seth says seth seth's new uh six minute three song part uh <laughs> he didn't even hear that um if seth's sorry, new I, seth's new six sorry, minute three song part and, uh, and you wanted say uh, you want the wu-tang uh black sabbath and uh barbie girl right I would then go off and look on YouTube to find to look for each song and find how many fucking yahoos have just uploaded those songs and you can see there's advertising you know either before or during the video in which case yeah. that means that the publisher or the artist has said to YouTube fine you can upload Barbie well, we don't girl care. we don't give a fuck uh, just put some yeah. advertising on it and then they they monetize that Whereas, yeah. you know, if you, for the first time, if you're making a new video part and you just upload it without having researched that music first, then, yeah, you could well end up with that video being shut down or, or you know, not shown in some countries or whatever. But, yeah, if you're, a, if you're using just YouTube and you're not using Thrasher's uh, proprietary video player, then you've got, to, you, you've got a fair chance of being able to get the song you want on there. But... 
I mean, I heard recently, uh, I heard from a, an American brand that we worked with recently that somebody wanted an Ice Cube song and uh, Ice Cube personally shut it down when he found out it was skateboarding. So, sorry to spoil, spoil sorry to spoil this for all the Ice Cube fans, of, of which I'm one. But <laughs> well, Ice that, Cube, that pissed Ice on that Cube P-Ron is, advert then, didn't it? What's, uh, he is, what's he is Cube, not down with skateboarding. What's problem with skateboarding is? Maybe the Easy e or the Easy e posing with the skateboard. Yeah, but they all claim to love Easy E now, don't they? You see the straight out of Compton movie. They're all like, they're they all they're all very kind to his memory and everything, no matter how much they might have beefed at the time. Anyway. Um, I remember Greg Hunt. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if Greg Hunt uh, spoke. I was spoke to him at one point. And he was saying that um, Ave's uh, Aussie song for Propeller was a good a good uh, budget for the video. Like, it was the, 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 the amount of money that they had for oh, the video. Oh, yeah. It's not cheap, How much shit, it cost? Yeah. yeah, how much it cost to, to have the song. It's and, tens, uh, if not if not hundreds of thousands of pounds. Yeah, and uh, I know Greg was saying, I think, uh, that, yeah, Ava was quite adamant, like, this is the song that I want to have this part. and uh, Get I, your wallet this, out, man. Yeah. We want it. Uh, I want it, you know. This is how it's going to work. And I'm like... Obviously I remember you texted me. You, I remember you saw Propeller before I did. Uh, I don't even remember what if... There must have been a premiere that I wasn't at, I suppose. Um, and, uh, yeah, I remember you texted me saying, oh, Abe's got Aussie. Guess what song? And I was like, oh. And in and my, my mind, I, I started to visualise it, and I was like, Suicide Solution, please tell me it's that. And you were like, nope. I was like, fuck, that would have been banging. So if I can't remember which one it, was, a, was it. Yeah, I can't remember. It was, it was over, over the, the mountain. mountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, if it had been because I remember re, you know whatever knowledge reading it somewhere that Abe was a you know reform drinker etc and wasn't partying anymore and I was like yeah suicide solution I <laughs> that and I could see in my mind I could see him skating I could hear that fine, wine is fine but whiskey's quicker yeah and, and then it, <laughs> I mean obviously it was a fucking perfect song in the end anyway but that's my parallel universe wish that <laughs> it had been suicide solution well that's the end you've got to do tonight when you get when you when you finish this 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 podcast is go and do that yourself. oh go do like a Manolo's <laughs> remix or yeah whatever. exactly I just put that song on it, yeah. I like the way that Greg did the, in that part. Greg did some really good um, kind of Jamie Thomas-esque sort of like skating with the music when, you know, it's over the mountain, the the lyrics come on and he's kind of grinding over over something and then yeah, was spinning it like round up, and round comes up on. school benches like, or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, and it says spinning. The lyrics like spinning round and round, and he does like a switch three sixty carve and a bank, and you know what I mean. Like he ties it all in, and yeah, it's some. Oh some man, good, can you imagine? Uh, I, I mean, how healthy it, Jamie Thomas kind of music and and edit like. Well, the fucking sort of, uh, the, the opening shot where Ave turns around to look at the camera, and then that water main burst behind him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Greg, Greg must have gone home and just had a fucking power wank immediately after filming that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I've seen, I've I've, I've had a couple of fortuitous, today, yeah, I've, got, I've, I've had a couple shot. of fortuitous moments in my time holding the camera, but nothing like that. Fucking hell. <laughs> cool. Shall we come on to the 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 old sections? We've we've got, we're talking about Jamie Thomas, and we're talking about um, some kind of uh, good 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 segue, good segue there, and also some classic shots actually with that. Um, so the, we'll go for my one first, which is uh, oh, there, that's. Let's get into let's get into Joel's choice, right? I've got the zero <laughs> box set it. right here. Yeah, where'd you get that from, Alan? That was that's my old one, isn't it? 
Well, then if some fucking zero fan you are to part with this. <laughs> Why did you give that away, Joel? Because I didn't really want the video. I, I, I don't know. I didn't have a DVD player for a long time, and like the only thing, I, the only things I have physical affection for were like VHSs, really, and like and all that stuff is on YouTube as well. So it's I don't know. I just I was I was trying to just shed some weight at the time <laughs> of physical stuff. So yeah. Yeah, you might be getting that back. Um, <laughs> he, does, he doesn't know where I live. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I picked the uh, I picked uh, Aaron Harrison's part from uh, Thrill of It All. The Thrill of It All, well, this year is twenty five years old, which is fucking mental for a start. It's nearly yeah. as old as us. Exactly. But also, I just thought, I thought that guy's that guy's section always stood out in that video for me because I always uh, I always felt like. He was someone who felt like he didn't really drink the kind of, uh, and this is no diss to Jamie Thomas at all, but didn't drink the kind of zero Kool-Aid in a way. And was always like, you know, he was just like a dude who just kind of skated and, and did what he did. And then he, you know, he quit zero and was just like, ah, oh, I don't really want to ride for it anymore and then do something else. And like, I always felt everyone, everyone else in that company was quite, not necessarily career-minded or whatever, but like had a game plan of what they wanted to do and what they wanted to achieve and all that kind of stuff. And he was just like someone who, uh, especially at the time as well, was like his section was kind of like when people, when I say oh, I really like that video, because like, you know, I was like, like I had, I think I had three, cop th three copies of Thrill of It All. I, I wore out two of them, I think. Like literally they, were, they wouldn't play anymore very well. And like I, I mean, just, it was just, it was justified the way we used to take the piss out of you for, for zero. Oh, I completely, mean, you, yeah, you, that's you fine. Were, you were very keen on it. And I was, I was banging Tom, yes. Very keen. Very keen. But but I suppose that section, I, I was looking at that section today when I watched it back and I was just thinking, shit, I was trying to think about, like, there's kind of been a resurgence in that kind of skateboarding. Like, almost, like, I was trying to think about, like, I don't, I don't know what you could call it, but kind of like... Basic Gnar was the one that I came up with. It was kind of like, I suppose I'm thinking about like, like things like Supreme, Supreme Video and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I remember my first bag, Al. <laughs> it's, it's more of that. Smoke up, kids. Smoke up. <laughs> it's more. Wow. Okay, I'll put the last back on. Right, hang on. Um, <laughs> It's more that Joel, uh, uh, in my mind then, I just, when he said basic, Joel said basic nah, and I just thought, that's how I've always thought of you, Joel. Yeah, pretty much, that's fine. But no, do you, do you know what I mean? Like that kind of skating, which is like, like I think of like Ben Cadow or whatever you say his surname. Although, you know, that kind of like, like real, kind of like basic stuff, but just like drop-ins and like ride on grinds and, you know, like, like if, like I always think, if you just think of like all those tricks in that that Aaron Harrison part, if you put them in like a Supreme video, everybody'd be yumming it up. But at the time, at the time, it was like everyone was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's too like basic and too like, oh, you know, there's no fucking what this or that in it or whatever. Or, do you know what I mean? So I, I thought that always thought that part was rad, and I thought it was um, uh, good for a, good for a revisit, really. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Joel, 100%. I, I was, uh, you know, I, I loved uh, Thrill of It All um, 
maybe not quite as much as you did, but I did love it. Um, and uh, yeah, I loved all that, the, 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 all, everything in that video, really. Uh, loved Ellington's part. And Aaron, uh, yeah, like, oh, I just realised this. This is <laughs> um, the dude who hucks himself uh, off the fucking uh, the the, the yeah, shipping container the into the bank thing. at the end. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I mean, there's one, there's there's one trick in there, Joel. That I'm, there is, they they stinking though. Does the fifty fifty on the bet on the uh, on the picnic table? On the bench, like hand flip board, out. Yes. Like, Hand flip out. It's just like, <laughs> oh my god! But the thing like, is, and there's like a double edit. But yeah. But also, the, there's going back to what I was saying uh, uh, before about Jamie and about uh, and about the Greg thing, and there's so much uh, cool stuff in there with that Jamie does with fisheye and you know the pan of the rough bank. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, amazing. Uh, yeah. There's lots of storytelling in the in the part, and uh, well, also and just it, like also uh, it is uh, the connection back to like new stuff is like uh, when, when he does the fifty fifty hand flip out of the thing, he's got pig curb chompers on there, which like T Funk and like Nick Brasario and those dudes, they all ride those like board like those wheels which are fucking like roller skate wheels and like really wide that, and i mean to be honest that was going to be another point that i was going to say about alan's choice about the deeds video was about wheel size and about how like in that t-funk part he's got like fucking 60 60s on and in in that deeds part it's the same the dude's got fucking he's got a lot of that part he's got look got fucking 60s on Prof, wait till, you, wait till you get to my old part choice. Fucking hell, don't get much smaller than that. <laughs> <laughs> Full spectrum so, on this is yeah. good. Yeah, it's, it, there's lots of bases covered here. But yeah, no, I, I love that. Uh, I love the Aaron Harrington part. And uh, I was probably thinking about that when I was falling off that wall in Sheffield, breaking my arm, wearing my zero jacket. <laughs> getting... <laughs> Getting my sequence in, getting my sequence inside, work. That was in Viewfinder One. Anyway, you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you just about. Yes. What, do you want? Do you want to say anything okay. about the Aaron Harrison part or not? Uh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, I was going to say about, I was going to say about Seth breaking his wrist though. Oh yeah, go, go that was before that. I'd yeah. even, before I'd even met either of you, and I was editing that Viewfinder One video, and. Uh, and you were in there, like someone someone had the footage and they gave it to us, and you dropping in on the wall and f falling off, and it's shot from quite a long way away, so you can't really see what happens. But we put it in the video purely on the strength that we were told, oh, yeah, he broke his arm doing that. So we're like, oh, cool, we'll put it in the video. And um, <laughs> there's, there's no reason for it. So it's not like we see... you shot that, no? Yeah, probably. It would have been... I mean, we had footage from fucking all over the place. To talk about cut and paste, you know what I mean? Those videos were like made by literally everyone in the country that owned a video camera, but that uh, that slam, yeah, I remember I'd read it about it in Sidewalk maybe or, you know, friend of a friend had told us and we were like, yeah, well we're putting it in the video then. There's no point, all it does is just give you that moment of fucking oh, I don't want to watch this. You know what I mean? Falling off a wall. <laughs> Well, at least you, at least you tried. So I've never fallen off a wall and broke my wrist. I did try, yeah. Uh, I was giving it a red-hot go. <laughs> so, 
So uh, we'll do your your old one next, text, which was uh, Tim O'Connor's bit and Rob Papowski's bit from, was it Third Eye View? No, Third Eye View. Uh, is it Third Third Eye View? Yes. I don't know why I chose this, uh, actually. There was, I was just on and on about which part to choose. I was thinking about... Um, I was thinking about choosing Chico's part from FTC finally, and because I, uh, I, I was thinking about what video parts I watched the most when I was younger. And I think I watched Chico's part in FTC finally every day for a year <laughs> when we lived at home, Joel. And I reckon I and uh, I I some I I rewatched it like today just to, just like thinking about it. And it's like two and a half, two minutes long or something like that. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? And uh, it's like the parts are so short, and it kind of comes back to 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 the part that you've chosen out as well. But um, uh, I don't know why. I, for some reason, my mind was. I started thinking about Eastern Exposure, and, and that's my favourite video. And I was thinking about um, the favourite parts in Eastern Exposure, and I kind of I find it impossible to decide on a part in that video um, between all of those. And I was thinking about Tim O'Connor being by my super favorite at that point. And then I came back to, uh, yeah, to um, uh, to the, uh, the, the, his part in this element video. And it's basically him skating, uh, the start of it is him skating this, uh, the ramp at the giant uh, sort of, uh, what, uh, like a the giant warehouse or whatever and he's basically just fucking like terrorising this ramp um, in classic um, yeah Tim O'Connor style yeah I mean he there's so much stuff that he does on he does on that I mean he does the big spin pivot he does on that is just it's I mean you know it's fucking yeah amazing uh, he does like a big flip back big flip back tail and yeah, the kickflip shifty thing is amazing. Um, and then it's like some, some like little bits of street stuff um, as well, um, which is really good. Um, but yeah, it, it like, and uh, he does the best uh, heel flip shove it of all time um, at Fort Miley. Bam used to hang out with him um, a lot because obviously they were in the same the sort of same place um, I lived in or you know grew up skating in that kind of east coast sort of zone um, and I, uh, I think Bam used to find him really funny but uh, I was going to say how do you how do we feel about the uh, the nolly illusion flip over the driveway that you know the one that Stranger Tail slides in Skypage or whatever that is yeah and he does like a, a proper yeah, the nolly hard in the in the sort of uh, forgive me, Baines, but in the Baines style um, from you know the Baines late slash Musker style, yes. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's it was a the, the nolly it's hard. A, it's a controversial one, but I'm 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 keen. It's, it's fine. It, it works. I mean, it made part. me wonder about that spot because you you know if this is blasphemy, I don't know what is, but you know, Stranger's tail slide across it was you know he he plops off the end, didn't he? Like he doesn't pop out. He well, it's just like he flops down like and, ding, and then dings on it, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it made me just think this spot must be really hard to skate because these tricks don't look as great as they 
you know, maybe could have. Damn, I'm cancelled now. Yeah, God, it's uh, taking everyone down tonight. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's a while. So we're taking everyone down tonight. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's about time. We've been too nice. <laughs> what was that? Anyway. <laughs> so to talk about to toxic positivity that's on everything else, but yes. <laughs> toxic positivity. Yeah. <laughs> That was, uh, was something that was banded around with it in reference to the Nine Club a bit ago. <laughs> the toxic positivity. I think of the nine that's uh, going to be. Is that going to be uh, Seth's epitaph? Like, will that be on his gravestone? What? <laughs> <laughs> toxic negativity. <laughs> yeah, or negativity. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think your your gravestone will just have a nice nice picture of a black cloud on it. <laughs> oh, <man>. uh, <laughs> Hopefully not, not too soon though. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, it was a good video I... part though. <laughs> Even being half mini what ramp, it was half mini ramp. But you're like, oh, okay, no, no, okay, it's it's picking up now. But then the mini ramp stuff was bonkers too. There was like elements of Penny in his fucking kickflips on that ramp. Yeah. Cool. So we come on to your uh, old old man choice, <laughs> Alan, which was uh, Giovanni Turner's part in Love Child. It's fucking brilliant, right? I mean, in that video, it was there was a lot of kind of what you might call kind of undeveloped skateboarding. Like there were the very young kids, obviously, that were the the kind of main event for the video. Um, and as a as a statement and everything, it was it was you know pretty much flawless. But it that a lot of those kids were doing tricks in you know some of those tricks had not been done before or at least not in that you know in this way and people weren't doing shit that good in that video you know what i mean like you know day one does the first ever hard flip in that video but it doesn't really look like most hard flips look now he hadn't kind of perfected its its uh, style at that point yet javante's part is a grown ass man who has unfucking believable style and was doing, you know, relatively normal tricks in it or combinations of things that we've probably seen before, but really fucking well to the point where there's a double varial flip in that part, and now that's probably made fifty percent of your viewers just fucking turn off. But it's so sick because I don't know how you catch a double flip well like that or look good doing it. But there's things in that video part that don't make sense necessarily these days but yeah we're just yeah it's Javante do you know what I mean that was the, the that was his his peak like the most stylish fucking skateboarding I might have ever seen yeah it's banging I mean there's like the yeah going back to the the sort of Chico stuff I was talking about before uh, and that part the the, the Javante part it's I mean, it's only yeah, it's two it's two minutes long the the, the love child part, but it's like it's so it's fucking. I mean, it's the double backside flips just fucking banging. He's got the NTS uh, walks on and but just like uh, just uh, making any double flip look good is like hard, isn't it? You know, yeah. any any kind. He does, the, he does a bunch he does of that. The tray part, flip, but yeah. the tray flip, Manny shove and just, I don't know. It, it's it's just his style. Yeah, the, it's, you know what? It's the, just the, fucking the one that, out of hand. I, the uh, 
everyone's got a version of this story, but the the backside flip fakey nose manny on the manny pad that comes before the tray flip nose manny. I never thought of doing yeah. that trick. That's tray flip nose manny, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, the backside flip nose manny, fucking hell. Like, I must have tried that five million times at the curb spot immediately after watching that video. Like, I want to do that. I could do a backside 180 fakey nose manny, just about. But then, yeah, I would need to add that kickflip in there. And fucking hell, it was like a seriously influential little moment in my little skateboarder brain that I have to go and do that. That's the best-looking thing I've ever seen on a skateboard at that moment. Uh, and it's still fucking up there now. It's just, yeah. If we're not going to get old man and soppy about old video parts like this, I don't know, you know, it's never, it's never going to, like... Uh, this is the, the peak of that. But yeah, it, it was so fucking sick. And the dude has like... That was the last time anyone looked good in airwalks, by the way. Um, I think... Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah basically, that. yeah, exactly. Fuck, yeah. The, fuck the Jason Lee models that probably came out the following year he, or whatever. He also does... He, he does a... Oh, yeah, no, no, you're right. The Jason Lee ones came out after, and that's probably... Jason Lee's probably the last person to look good in airwalks. Um, but he does a um, at EMB he does like the the shy move. I think he does the board slide to like fake, you know, his grind thing as well. And like he does a late shove it, but like makes it look sick and like yeah. And but that's about his the, clothes you know, I too. Had, he's, got, he's got the flower shirt. I know. I had that moment. The chinos. I had that shit moment. And it's just I don't know. It's fucking. He's it just fucking chilling. Wasn't like, that long so ago? Banging. I wasn't that long ago that I put. I had, uh, I just got a pair of regular, you know, like khaki, khaki pants, just some chinos or whatever. I had those on, and then I put on these, uh, these Tiago New Balances that Bane sent me that are like brown on top with a black sole. And then I looked at myself, and from the waist down, I was like, holy shit, I'm Javante in Love Child. I'm Javante. Like, yeah, I've got the same fucking shoes and trousers that I don't think anyone's worn before or since. And I had the same combo, and I was like, oh, yeah, exactly. I felt very, very hyped on my random fashion moment. But yeah, Javante was just, apart from being like seriously fucking good on a skateboard, he does these tricks with clothes and things that just you, it shouldn't have fucking worked. But he was the best, just the best. There you go. But no, I think I'm, that's that. I'm really he's, he's, about he's, this part. I think Javante's no, but it's like Javante's one of those people that is like. He's like up there with Gino and like uh, a bunch of other people who's like, it's, it, it's the whole package, isn't it? It's like that guy looks good, whatever he does, wearing the clothes, skating and like, like you say, you know, get not getting away with, but just like actually making things, whatever they put on looks good on them, basically. And that is a massive, yeah. a, and also, and all, a massive and also point about, about like, you know, like about skate. About skateboarding, then actually, it was like there was a bunch of dudes who didn't have to do a lot, you know, like your Genos, your a bunch of people. They didn't have to do much. They had to have like you know, and it was kind of like you know, the, they, it was kind of like you know, Javante was one of those people who kind of, you know, he, he, you know, he probably eked out a career from like what that was nine, is it ninety one, uh, Love Child. Uh, and it was probably only mm -hmm. really he yeah, was probably only pro till maybe ninety five was he on girl for a little bit and like he had one trick in the first girl video or two one tricks trick or in whatever. Bounce. 
one trick in mouse. So yeah, and like you know, and, and just kind of left skateboarding after that. But you know, he eked out a career for. Well, I mean, that's probably like maybe four or five years. He still had a board out, or whatever. Maybe four years, or whatever. But so that's like the the testament of like how good that person was at what they did. You know, that well, yeah, was obviously I mean, he, different time, different stuff. But but I think you know, it was pretty much that part really. That, yeah, you completely. Yeah. <laughs> because you'll you'll re <laughs> remember. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you'll remember him like <coughs> Planet Earth. You know, it's like, like the girls, combo, like the internet, the your internet messing up, and also like the <laughs> coughing from smoking weed. It's like such a good combo. <laughs> I mean, I, you know. I coordinate all this stuff beforehand. I knew exactly when the internet was going to go dodgy, so I did that. Um, yeah, no, Javante was in uh, you know, Planet Earth video. That was, like, amazing. And then you can go back to, you know, fucking what, Bad This. It's like him and, and Simon Agar in that garage and stuff. And like, he, was, he was already known to us, but I'd never really taken it. Apart from Planet Earth, I'd never really taken that much notice. And then fucking Love Child was just... Like, there you go. That's you, you have Geno status now, even though such a thing didn't really exist in those days. You have that now. You know what I mean? We're still fucking talking about him. Well, yeah. Yeah, completely. I remember go, the first time I went to SF, going into FTC um, before I knew any of the the, guy, the the dudes in there. Javante was in there, and, you know, he... he there's obviously all those stories, notorious stories about the uh, FTC tick book and Javante's tab was pages and pages and pages <laughs> in, the, in the tick book. His tab was like endless, and uh, I was in it. I was in. I was just in it. We were just in FTC, and um, he was just setting up a new board, and it was that at that point where everyone was riding each other's. Uh, other companies' boards, so he rode. He was on girl at the time, but he was like set up a menace board, and um, he was just setting up this Jerry Surreal board. And um, then later that day, we went skating at Wallenberg, and he was there, and um, we you know we were just sort of like I don't know. He he literally did like two tray flips on flat or something like that, and. Um, and he came up to me and he was like, hey, he's like, hey, dude, do you want to buy a board? And I was like, yeah, sure. And uh, I was like, yeah, sure. Like, How much? He was like, oh, 20 bucks. And I was like, yeah, cool. And he was like, do you want to, do you want to take this one? I've skated, t like, I've done like, you know, like two tricks on it. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Literally, he'd gone into FTC, fucking got this fucking Joey Serial Minutes board, done two tray flips and gone to Wallenberg and like 20 bucks. <laughs> Was I that that fucking, fucking that was that one the, the the I remember that I remember that actual board actually you had a Joey Surreal board yeah it's back a Joey at the house down it, it was like brown yeah, brown yeah, yeah. and red wasn't it that's right yeah I remember that one so that was like that was one of John Turner's boards fucking hell that's not yeah yeah that was Javante's board yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I skate I skate I, yeah I skate it was like a sick sick board but that's so sick I mean apart from apart from that you know it's a, a Javante story. I never. It's a big regret of mine. I never had a menace board, and my friend had the uh, uh, EPMD board that Eric Popecki made in dollars. That one, board. Yeah. And it was Seb, like Seb, oh, Seb as soon as I saw he had one. that, I was like, "You motherfucker!" I really wanted that, and I never got a menace board. So 
literally anyone I'd be stoked on now. Fucking hell. That's, you know what? That's you the say Se- Seb still got your Se- EPMD Se- board? What the fuck was that? Seb still got it, yeah. I, 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 I had the, the Pupeki EPMD one. I skated it, and it was um, obviously during the, uh, the Sacred 14 stage of, of skateboarding. Um, you know, about, is it the, sac- the Sacred 14? Or, which is the, at that time in skateboarding where you couldn't do any board slides. So, um, you basically scratch the nose and the tail and the 14 <laughs> yeah, yeah. inches you just, between just the 14 inches in the middle is bare. That, do the, you know what? The, the that's, middle, my, the, that's what my board <laughs> looks like now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nose and tail only. So the, so the Sacred 14 survived. And yeah, I, and I remember leaving it in Sumo one day and like several was like, oh, I've got to have it. Um, and he's still, I think he's still got it. He's still got it, I think. But because it, it says EPMD down it, and basically the nose and tail is scratched, but it, but the EPMD is like still in there. <laughs> I do remember uh, uh, Eric Pecky selling you, <laughs> selling you flat spotted wheels at Northampton as well. Oh yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, what, it, it wasn't at Northampton. It was at Nottingham. Was it Nottingham? Nottingham? I was at Nottingham. Was it? I, was, I thought it was Northampton. Yeah, do you remember we went to the square in Nottingham? No, and I remember like that. All yeah. those yeah, dudes yeah. there: Sanchez, Gino, Ke- uh, Keenan, Kareem, all uh, Bruni Bettino, all them lot were doing a demo there. And Eric Pepecki was like to me, he was like, "Oh, do you want to buy some wheels?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, yeah, sick." And he was like, "Oh, like it's like five bucks." And I was like, "All right," and gave him five quid, and he gave me these wheels, these Spitfires. And like, and I was like, oh, they looked all right. They still had the graphics on them and stuff like that. And I set them up and they were like, <laughs> fucking flat spider. I was like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good though. Yeah. Do you know what the moral, you know what the moral I do remember, remember seeing all those dudes at Northampton with it, all that, all those menace dudes were at Northampton, like all with that, uh, that one Pepecky board, which was like the cigar uh, graphic. Oh yeah. King Eric. Yeah. That one. That was fucking sick. Yeah. That was gnarly. Yeah. I had that too, the yellow one. <laughs> it's like it's like Fabian Alomar was there. What's what's Fabian Alomar doing on the world like the you know, the world championship right you know, like whatever it was, the tour at the time. And no diss to Fabian Alomar, amazing, but it's like, you know, a street course is not that guy's domain, do you know what I mean? It was so weird. No, I remember Joey Surreal rolling at Northampton and just like he just basically like Tried so I think he tried to kick them on a flat bank and they just like sat down. Yeah, like them lot. They, I remember that them lot. They were just like, they were just there to just like have a time. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, completely. Like, they, they, and they, fair they, enough. They just why didn't not? Give a shit about it. No, absolutely. But it was like I remember thinking at the time, like, fuck, why are these guys skating? Like, <laughs> it's just it's a bit mush, isn't it? You know, you've got you know Coral and it's, you're like, I don't know, Mike Carroll and. Kareem and that, do you know what I mean? Like putting in a show, do you know what I mean? And like, I remember like Fabian Alomar and Joey Surreal just like kicking kicking their boards about and like just like sitting down and fucking it off. But you're right. It's not that. That's not their zone, is it? Do you know what no, I mean? No, that's, that's not. It's not a schoolyard, is it? Or uh, you know. Yeah, that's not. That's like not. There's there's no ledges or nah. know, picnic tables or anything like that for them to. Fuck I can't, up, can't you know see I mean? those ri- like, those dudes ripping it on transition at all. <laughs> no, no. But that's not, that's not, yeah, that's not what they were about. But, yeah. 
Right, um, I reckon we're probably we're done on the official bit, so let's just say, well, thanks for both coming on, and we'll chat some more after this, but, yeah, we covered everything. We covered all the videos, didn't we? So. Did we? Yeah, we did cover them all, yeah. Thanks to Seth and Alan for being my guests on this episode. You can find out more about them by following the links in this podcast description. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening by searching for the Skate Creative Podcast. And if you have time, please leave us a review. It really helps the podcast be more visible and reach more listeners. You can follow us on Instagram at the Skate Creative Podcast for more information on up-and-coming guests and episodes. Like I said, we're back in two weeks' time with another interview episode talking to someone interesting about skateboarding and creativity. I do hope you can join me there. Thanks for listening.